Once upon a time, Vicky was trapped by the curse of her thoughts. It had her believing she was powerless, imperfect, and weak. Then one day, the curse started to lessen, and Vicky could see a little clearer. As each day passed, her thoughts improved until she broke free. She then began creating magic in her life. Now, Vicky is getting ready to marry her Prince Charming. This is her manifesting success story. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and this week we're talking all about how to make the law of attraction work. Um, I'm here back with Vicki Pace, who we are recording this April 11th, 2023. This is five years into her manifesting success story. Welcome, Vicki, and thank you for sharing this story with us. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me and to for providing a platform for people to hear about other people's successful manifesting journeys. My pleasure. It's so much fun. This was actually, you know, when I was scripting my future self, I don't know if I've shared this on a podcast before, but I, there was a point, you know, when things were five years out and I was scripting and my day included like so many podcast interviews. And in my mind, that was like other people interviewing me and how that manifested is me (laughs) interviewing my clients, which is so fun because one of the simplest intentions I ever set when I quit my job, um, which as we're recording this, we're, we're almost to the 10 year mark of when I quit my job. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> um, is that I wanted to teach the law of attraction and I wanted to, um, interview people and hear stories about using the law of attraction. Mm. And that is what we are doing. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're it's amazing. That. Yeah. Um, and, that so i think where i want to start is that um using the law of attraction really includes a dedication to yourself and your future self and i just want to take a minute and celebrate your dedication to yourself and to your future self who is now your current self mm-hmm. that you yeah right who's had yeah. over the past 5 years so what did that dedication look like for you um it looked like consistency. It looked like showing up even when I didn't want to show up. I I don't want to say pushing through, but I feel like breaking through is better. Like Mm -hmm. breaking through that resistance of getting the, getting the shit done, like showing Mm -hmm. up. It's time to do your assignment. Doesn't matter if you don't feel like it, you got to get it done and do it. And, but like, not only just doing this, the assignment, but also like consistently showing up for myself throughout the rest of the day, throughout the rest of the, you know, 10 plus waking hours of the day that I was like, I, I want, I, I decided and I chose that I wanted a different life. So do it, Vicky, <laughs> like yeah. just continue to do it, like do the 20 minute assignments and then fucking do it like just show up and like (laughs) 
commit and do it. I just, I know I'm repeating myself. I sound like Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> but it's so important. I mean, that, if that advice there, if, mm-hmm. if everybody listening who doesn't feel like the law of attraction is successful right now, if they just picked something doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be enchanted life. You, if you picked something and you consistently did that one something without looking for something else, but like whether you picked visualizing, you picked just making a vision board and looking at it every day, you picked scripting, whatever it is. If you just picked something and you did it 20 minutes a day for five days a week in that consistency, you would create results. Mm. Yeah. You, you know, you might get stuck because that's one of the things that as we grow, we then often need a coach, not always, but often to get us back into that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when we get stuck in our own stuff, that's the reason why we stop doing that 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyone, I am confident if you just pick something and you did it 20 minutes a day, you're going to have more success than you're having now. And Mm. as we mentioned, you can tell me right or wrong. In a a couple episodes before this, we were talking about how you used to do five hours of manifesting a day. Do you think if someone just picked something and did 20 minutes a day, five days a week, they would have more success than when you were doing five minutes or five hours a day? I mean, absolutely. And it applies to so many different areas of the world. Like if you're trying to learn how to play a new instrument, if you're mm-hmm. trying to um, learn a new language, if you're trying to uh, um, get giant pecs, like the only <laughs> way to do those things is to do the 20, 20 minutes of work five days a week consistently for like 60-ish days. Like I feel like 60 to 90 is definitely for sure. But like even if you're just dabbling now, just commit to 30 days of 60 days doesn't, it seems too scary. Mm-hmm. 30 days, five days a week, 20 minutes a day of one manifesting practice, get it done and show up for yourself. Even on the days you don't want to do it and see what happens at the end. Yes. Cause I think that's the biggest thing. When you shift to this 20 minutes a day, it becomes mm-hmm. about showing up for yourself instead of as in less about trying to get the thing. Mm-hmm. Because when it's the 20 minutes, it's about showing up for yourself, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So what did using the law of attraction look like, you know, five to six years ago for you? Oh, it looks like mantras, vision boards, journaling, specifics, meditating, stress, self-blame, <laughs> like just a big to-do list. Not that like stress and self-blame was on the to-do list, but it was like, it, that was, that's what happened. I mean, day in and day out, I was doing all of those things. Oh God, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. <laughs> it's tiring. Like always looking for ways to like blame myself, but also like gosh. not, uh, gosh, and like trying to blame myself, but also not trying to feel bad, quote unquote, bad feelings. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which I don't have this on the list, but I'm going to, it kind of fits in now, you know, you really, um, you fought through depression in the beginning of your fight for about, I would say like the first half of the five years, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It got less and less, but like how much of that do you think as you're telling the story was maybe coming from some of the things that you were doing? Oh yeah. I mean, so uh, because I was pushing to feel happy, quote unquote, positive feelings. Mm -hmm. I was pushing away the sadness and anger that would come up throughout my life until the bubble burst. And I would have just have to feel all of my feel my 
sad feelings all at once. And I was like, incapacitated with the feelings. You know, I allowed mm-hmm. the the big sad feelings to take over my life for however long it was, like a week, two weeks, a month of just like big mega feelings. And they affected every aspect of my life for that couple weeks for a couple months because I hadn't been allowing myself to feel them, the little doses throughout my life. I just push them down until eventually they all come out in a big, ugly monster. (laughs) Yeah. And, and then I'm sitting there with that monster for so long, waiting for it to go away rather than, um, I don't know how else to analogize it with the monster, but rather than just (laughs) feeling the feelings, I don't know, like poke it down or with a stick anytime it poked up. Well, it doesn't get to be a monster. I think that's why the analogy is Uh, hard is that, when you feel it all the time, it doesn't get to grow into a monster. It's like an ant, Mm. but it's, you know, just Mm -hmm. kind of, or, you know, I don't know, maybe a squirrel size, but you sit there with it and it doesn't grow. It doesn't get that juice of pushing it down and then to grow into this giant size monster. I'm just going to be a kid's story. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, so like, you're right. The depression, I think was a factor of my survival story of pushing down sad feelings until they became too big to handle. And then it would just be a waterfall all all over my life. Just like break of the dam, big, big feelings. Yeah. And that probably was the first two and a half years. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I think it got, but it would definitely, it would come and it would be there and it would be present. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's, it was partly your survival story, but I think it was also how you were making law of attraction try to work. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you didn't think you could feel any feelings because of what you were doing to use the law of attraction. You, you were blaming yourself. Like, what does that, when you put like the way that law of attraction used to look for you is self-blame, what was that? And how do you think that played into depression? Um, well, that was like, I would look at my life and be like, you're still not a movie star. What have you been doing wrong? And we're like, you weren't able to do X, Y, Z. It's your fault because you want, you tried to manifest it and it didn't work. And the only reason you don't get something when you're manifesting is because you're not doing it right or because you did something wrong. I know it's very sad thinking about it. I know. And I'm, it's, it's sad, like for six year past Vicky, but also for whoever's still living that where they're trying to use the law of attraction to make their life better mm-hmm. and it might be making it worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard because like you believe it and you see it work a couple mm-hmm. times and you're like, but then it doesn't work sometimes. And you're like, I'm the common denominator here. So it must be me. I'm doing something wrong. It's really, it's sad. It's yeah. so freeing sh- learning about like, fi- it was so freeing finding you and discovering you can just s- turn the page and start something new and like go from here forward, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say that your the biggest difference is in using the law of attraction now versus then? I... I feel confident and calm using law of attraction and calm meaning like no drama. <laughs> it's just like, it's there. I'm good. I got it. We're cool. 
I mean, like it, even now I'm between jobs right now. Oh my gosh. I hope you can't hear what the dog snoring. Um, no. I'm between, okay, good. I'm between jobs right now and I'm not panicked. I'm not freaking out. Like it really is very, and we'll get to this later again, but I have more money now unemployed than I did when I was working three plus jobs and like manhandling law of attraction. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, love it. So the other differences between then using LOA and now using LOA, I, I spend less time quote unquote doing and more time living, like specifically living the life of my dreams that I've mm-hmm. created right now. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. What else is different? Um, and I'm good at it. <laughs> like I've, I've got it figured out and LOA is working for me. I figured out how to make LOA work. And that's the biggest difference. I feel like, I mean, the other stuff too, but also like I'm actually seeing results now. I wasn't before. <laughs> yes. All right. And I think I'm actually going to pause there and we're going to come back next week. And we're going to talk about like, why is that? So the biggest difference is that it is working. And so we're going to get into why is it working now when it didn't work then when on paper, it seemed like you were doing all the things, right? You had this great Mm -hmm. list of things that you were doing and, you know, maybe should have been working, maybe have worked for other people, all of that. Um, and then we'll talk about, you know, whether you've created the life that you wanted, we'll talk about how you, how it's possible to have more money without, um, a job than when you started Mm -hmm. and you had three jobs. (laughs) So all of that coming up next week. Thank you, Vicki. Uh, thank you all for listening and come back next week. The telling of stories is so powerful, both to the person telling it and the person receiving it. Since 30,000 BC, We as humans have told stories to teach and guide. And now we, with Manifesting Success Stories, hope to inspire you to what is possible in your own life. If you want more Manifesting Success, go to moremanifestingsuccess.com where you'll find links to anything we've talked about on the show. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you have the power to write your own happy ever after.